Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skincare, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skincare harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly. But that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skincare, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. 
You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Can you feel it? Can you take it? Can you come and breathe it? All of this electricity, do it right now, right, right, right now. Turn the volume up loud. Give me your electricity. Hello, you little bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. This is bitch number one, Christy, and bitch number two, Kelly. And Kelly's a sick bitch today. I am. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm dying. Yeah. You sound terrible. terrible. And you're not even a sick bitch. Like you're normally just a sick bitch. You're like a sick bitch. Yeah. (laughs) You're a little No hangover. I'm just got a cold, I guess. Yeah. I told you I had bronchitis for like, my God, three weeks. And I had, I had pills that were like three inches long. I, they would like get stuck in my throat. I'm like, what? Yeah. Terrible. Gross. They're awful horse pills. I didn't go to the doctor. I I got sick on Monday. And I mean, I was just like, kind of had a cold. And yesterday I kind of felt like shit. Like, so I didn't go to my favorite bartenders last night because I didn't feel good. But I woke up this morning and I was like, I could barely lift my head off the pillow. Like, and like my whole body is aching. Like I'm sitting on a heating pad. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. When I went to the doctor for, um, like when I was getting diagnosed with bronchitis, I I said something about, I went like, Oh, like my neck when I was there. And she's like, your neck hurts. And I said, yeah, like my neck really is bothering me. And she like did this whole list of tests. And she's like, a part of me wants to tell you to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, why? And meningitis. And I was like, oh no, fuck no. I'm not going to the emergency room because you have to do a spinal tap for that. I'm like, no. Oh my God, no. I was like, I have a stiff neck from the airplane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything crazy. It's just my body just feels like shit. Plus, I haven't been able to sleep because I'm up coughing all night. Yeah. So it's like I haven't really slept in three nights. So it's like uh, my body's just tired, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so you guys will have to excuse me if I'm like coughing the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor cow. Well, little snafu today. I cannot by start off thanking our Patreons because I can't get into my Patreon right now. So we do have a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com slash back to the bar where each week uh, we release an exclusive after party. We also release this video content if you'd rather watch us than see it uh, or than just listen. And then we also share uh, never before seen, I don't know, dances, video content, pictures. Uh, So people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar who signed up, we also give you a shout out on the show uh, but I can't do it today. So I'll have to come back next week and do more. I'm sorry. We're going to fire you. I know. I need fired. You're fired. I, look, I need fired across the board. <laughs> Everyone can fire me. Oh, my. Uh, all right. So, Kelly, what are you drinking there? Well, this is, I'm, I am, I am being terrible today. I'm, I figured. I am having tea, but tea with ginger, honey, and lemon. Hmm. 
Hmm. That hopefully good. it stops me from like coughing. Coughing. So you're not drinking booze. I don't have any alcohol. I'm sorry. That's all I right. was going to make a hot toddy, <laughs> but I didn't have, what do you put in it? Whiskey or bourbon yeah. or something. And I don't have that in my house. And I felt way too terrible to go and drive and get some. Yeah. But I'm having tea guys. Oh no, it's, it's totally fine. Fine. Oh, I have the hiccups. Do you remember when I think I was sick years ago and we were at Mohan's and Diane's like, order a hot toddy? Yeah. So I ordered it was the grossest thing. Well, I have had them and they're not bad. Mohan's did not make them very good. They should stick to making cheese logs because yes. yeah. That's but I've had them before. Say. They're not actually bad, but if they're well, made correctly. <clears throat> this one was terrible. And ever <laughs> since then, I've been very like jaded about. Uh, hot <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. So I have to tell you, <clears throat> I had all intentions today of having a really cute drink because there is a famous New Orleans drink, not a hurricane. It's called a hand grenade. Okay. And it's this, yeah. it's in this long tube and it has a hand grenade at the top and it's icy and it's sweet and all of those things, but it like, they F you up. And it's first of all, the same color as my shirt, oh, but right. I wanted to get one because I exploded in this episode like a freaking hand grenade, like a maniac, <laughs> and I was going to go get it. And actually, um, my plumber is working at the at the bar down there, and uh, they're not open until noon. And so I was going to call him and be yeah. like, hey, can you yeah. ask somebody to make, me a, hand, make me a hand grenade? So I can go grab it, but I didn't I because it would have been too far of a walk. So not really too far of a walk, but before we started recording. So I'm having one of these. Look how cute this can is. That is cute. Malibu. Malibu cocktail. It's a watermelon mojito. I didn't think that was too bad for the morning and it matches me. Yeah. So we're going to see if this is any good. So when I was over there, the guy who checked me out, he's like, going to work, are we? And I was like, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty I'm funny. I'm required to drink at my job. Exactly. We're required to drink and bitch. Kelly, we used to say that all the time. Oh, like, Randy, remember he used to be like, you're the only person I know that gets paid to go and bitch and <laughs> drink yes. and sit and talk to your friends. It's the dream job, for sure. <coughs> Absolutely, uh, for sure. We used to say that all the time. Like, where else can you literally look? Oh, I dropped my microphone. Where else can you literally look at someone like the people you work with and be like, I need a drink and one will just appear in your hand. Uh-huh. Anytime yep. you need it. So That's in a way, nice. in a way, it's kind of the dream. And you can't really look at the people you work with and be like, fuck you. Correct. You know, like we can, Correct. like we can look at them and say, but if you were working in an office, you couldn't do that. And well, I'm sure many of you out there that work in an office would like to do that to your boss or your coworkers. Absolutely. I, th- next week's episode, it's so funny you bring that up. Next week's episode is the dance recital that you leave that I stand oh, outside. God. It doesn't air. Uh, and I will tell this story in full next week, but it's when I'm standing in front of the camera and I go, Fuck you, Michael, blah, blah, blah. Fuck uh, you, Kim, blah, blah, blah. And fuck you, Lifetime. I'm like uh, the major executives. <laughs> and what am, I'm like, what are you going to do? Fire me? Go ahead. Yeah, please. Like, who's going to open your mouth? Yeah, me. Yeah. Well, not if I'm gone and you're gone. Then they're going to have a really quiet show. Yeah. Which well, they- comes later. But anyway. Yes. 
All right. But I mean, they did fine without us ish. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so it's my week to recap this. Episode. Thank goodness. <laughs> I know. Cause you don't feel well. And so sometimes it's easier just to kind of hang out. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, where the dress you're wearing right now, what, what in the episode do you wear that? This is cute. I don't know. I think I had it on at the competition, which no, I don't know. you had a long dress on at the competition. Cause I actually made it. Oh note. Yeah. Long dress. Yeah. Not your dress. I don't know. I don't know when I had it on sometime, but I don't know when I wore it because maybe I wore it. I don't know. But it is so short. Is it? Yes. Like when Brooke was here, I actually tried to give it to her because I'm like, this is so short. She's tiny. So I'm like, it's so short. I mean, she was like, I wouldn't wear that, mom. But um, I I don't know how I wore it because if I bend over, my whole ass is sticking out. Maybe your ass got bigger since then. It probably did. Yeah. <laughs> whatever maybe you wore it to pyramid because i feel like we tried to wear shorter dresses at pyramid because it, like when you're sitting in a short dress if you have spanks on or if you have any kind of like i don't know cellulite you can see it and so yeah. you kind of like cover it so pyramid yeah. i felt like i wore more short dresses maybe. i don't remember where i wore it i don't know either I'm lucky i knew i had it on yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into this week's episode. Uh, It is season two, episode 22. All of these twos. It's called Revenge of the Candy Apples. And la la la. I didn't realize it was two, two, two. Yeah. Lucky. That's even my home. So super lucky. Yeah. Okay. So right at the top, before we even get into it, I have to say one thing that really stuck out in my like stuck out to me in this episode is Abby is going hardcore branding the Abby Lee dance. Company. Oh God. I know. She says it a lot. Okay. She doesn't say the ALDC or whatever. It's the Abby Lee dance company. So everyone in the world gets to hear that over and over. Yay. And she really has come up with a way to ever avoid saying candy apples, hick from the stick, rotten apple. Oh, we said last week we were trying to have something very special this week. Mm-hmm. Should we tell, we them? tell them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You tell them. Uh, we were going to have Kathy come on, but she wasn't available to film. So we're going to have her the next time. The next time there's a candy next apple. Next time there's a candy apple, we'll have her come on. Do you know why she couldn't um, film today? No. Because um, she is on her way to a dance competition. Oh. <laughs> She's like, God. I have to do it from the car. Oh, that's crazy. And I was like, oh, no. Do you miss going to those things? Sometimes. Yeah. I was watching it yesterday, and I actually missed it. I don't know why. I was like, I I don't know if I was sick or what, but I was just like sitting there watching it and thinking, oh, like, I miss watching them dance. Like, that was our life. Yes. Since our kids were two. Yes. There was probably not a day that went by that we didn't sit and watch them dance. It's crazy. Yeah, it is. Crazy. Oh, oh, and I also was laying here this morning at four in the morning, like coughing my brains out, thinking. Remember last week we were talking about? Oh, I was watching something on the TV, and somebody had a crazy eyelashes on. Oh, and I was thinking to myself, we were saying last week how my eyes looked weird when I did my interviews, but not normally. Yeah. I think it was the way she did my makeup. Ah. Because 
that's the only time a makeup artist ever did my makeup. I always did it the other times. Oh, yeah. And if you look at it, my eyelashes kind of like went up on the sides, like mm. not the way I would normally put them yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay attention. We got to figure out if that's what it is. Because I didn't okay. watch the show since. But when I saw this girl's eyes, I'm like, I think that might be what my problem was in interview. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never liked when other people did my makeup. I didn't either. But I they made us have a done that interview usually. Yeah. I remember sometimes, I mean, I would have so much makeup on that it like you. It was like you could chisel off your face. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you were out in public and people saw you, you looked freakish. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't, didn't like that like, either. Mm-mm. And I also really didn't like when other people did my hair. Like, yeah. I mean, I, oh, I, I never, they never did my hair. Yeah. But they I was always like, like in interview, they would t- like spray it and kind of pat it down so I didn't have flyaways, um, but I never let them touch my hair because I was like weird about my hair. Yeah. But I mean, and, and that is true. The interview spray thing. Oh my God. They would come Yeah. In- they used to go like and pat you down. I'm like, like, that's not like the look of my hair. It's kind of like kind of free flowing. Like, yeah. And we look like we had giant have helmet. a helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It really but is. We'll have to pay attention to my interviews and see if maybe that could be why. I can't yeah. figure out why it would be that way. Yeah, because like even Cause it's in, normal. I don't think your eyes look crazy. I think it's always interview. It's just interview. Huh. And maybe. that's the only time somebody else did my makeup. So I'm wondering if that's what it was. Could be. That's really interesting. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right. Well, now we'll have to study the eyes. Yeah. Do an in-depth eye analysis. All yeah. right. So let's start with this week's episode. Of course, we start at the ALDC um, and Abby calls the girls into the studio with her little French entrevue. Again, somebody's really leaning into the whole French thing. Uh-huh. I know Abby doesn't speak French. Come no, on. No, no. She did want our girls to learn Mandarin Chinese on the bus though. On the bus, yeah. She'd be like, why are they doing school? Do something useful, like learn Mandarin. And we're like, uh, Okay. Like, or if the girls were done with school and they tried to like hang out and be kids for two seconds and they made a peep, she would scream. They need to be learning Mandarin instead of wasting time. And we're like, remember Audra, our tutor, she used oh, to be yeah. like, oh my God, she used to be like, um, she was Asian. Yeah. Part Asian, I think. Yeah. And um, they, she's, that's what she, why she always said Mandarin, like teach the Mandarin, teach the Mandarin. She's like, like I don't know you Mandarin. I, I don't even know if she knew it. She's like, they don't want to learn Mandarin and we have way too much homework to do. Exactly. Um, so then the kids come in and she goes, we, 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 ladies all the way home. Uh-huh. And she's wearing a really ugly tie dye shirt. I'd like to point that out. Um, so when the girls come into the studio, Kendall is there, even though she wasn't last pyramid. Um, and we all come in and Abby of course starts with you know, recapping last week, she congratulates us on being the overall high score winners at Starbounds. And she lets us know that the judges definitely know who the Abby Lee Dance Company oh, is. Oh, yes. And she wants to keep the winning streak going. I'm going <clears> to drink <throat> when she says the Abby Lee Dance Company just for fun. Yeah. I'll have some tea. I'll be hammered. All right. <clears throat> so then Abby tells Kendall that even though she was part of their first place victory, she's still just a guest at the Abby Lee Dance Company. Drink. And in her interview, Abby says that Jill is notorious for jumping ship and taking Kendall with her. And until they prove that they want to be here for life. Oh, Kendall God. Back on the pyramid. 
<laughs> oh, for life, man. It's a yeah. cult. It's a cult. It's like we're it, doing a cult dance and this it, is a cult. Exactly. <clears throat> and I think you are like kind of in for life. Like I feel like my life is just overtaken by oh, yeah. her. Yeah. Like, even now. I haven't seen her in eight years or something. And I, she's still like in my life every day. Uh, yes. And you know what else is funny is all of the former students that weren't on the show, but like that will DM me uh-huh. and say things. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I know it's not. I mean, and they have stories that are 15 times worse. I told you the one that I saw, I'm not going to say their name, because oh, I don't yeah. know, but I saw her at the bar the one night she was a bartender and she was like, I was in my kitchen cooking and she's like, the dance moms came on in the background. And she's like, I heard her voice and I dropped my mm-hmm. plate on the floor. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it just shattered everywhere. She's like, just hearing her voice mm-hmm. just was like, Ugh. yeah. Like, oh, oh yeah. God. And so that not- was, she was from a long time ago. Oh yeah. Way she before a Abby. Senior when our kids were babies. Yeah. 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 Oh God. Yes. Yeah. I did want to point out though, that Abby did let us know that Starbound was a huge success. <laughs> huge. 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 So now we're in pyramid and Brooke is on the bottom, okay? This is hysterical because she says, I know you're injured. And I knew that from day one, she could tell that Brooke was in pain, but Brooke is on the bottom because she never spoke up and said anything. I mean, how could she not have said anything? We had a a yeah. chiropractor at the studio. Uh-huh. She had a stim machine on. Yeah, and she was she crying. Was crying and- from day one of rehearsal, she was I holding know. her back. Remember? Because I said upstairs, I'm like, yeah. Brooke's back and hip hurts. Yeah. But Never. she never said anything. So now she's at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. I just can't. Brooke's just like, whatever. Yeah. She does not give one shit. No. And then next, holding up the foundation of the pyramid is Paige. And Two Highlands at the bottom. Two Highlands. And since she's injured, there isn't much to judge her on. She missed a day rehearsal, so she wasn't able to work on terminology and warm up with the team. And uh, you say in your interview, the funny thing is Paige has a broken foot and didn't dance, and she's still above Brock. I mean, really? It's <laughs> ridiculous. But that just goes to show that the pyramid is total made-up bullshit. Shit. Yeah, it's shit. Such bullshit. Yeah. Um, now we have Kenzie. She did a gr- good job in her solo. It was great. Uh, but she can't cry and have a little meltdown because she got second place. It makes her seem ungrateful. She's not a baby anymore. Cause she's eight. <laughs> oh gosh. Save your pillows. Uh, tears for your pillow. Uh-huh. Mm, and they gosh. didn't really show Kenzie having this, um, like breakdown, but they did show it in the flashback where Abby's like, you can't act like a little brat, you know, but um, yeah, I think in the, when they showed it, it was just her like kind of pouting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she could have cried. I I don't know. It would. Oh, I think she did. Yeah. It wouldn't have been unusual for Kenzie to cry. No. Yeah. It wasn't unusual for any of them to cry. No, (laughs) no, not at all. I mean, no. Um, okay. So now next is Maddie. Uh, she's third and she says being the overall high score winner isn't good enough. Abby challenged her to be 20 points above second place, the person in second place, um, but six and a half isn't 20. And I wrote in my notes and I was like, do you think they made her say this? Oh, yes. Yeah, because like Abby's not going to put Maddie third. And I mean, they didn't care if they were two points away or half 300 point. points away. What? Yeah. You know. No. 
I mean, I don't, my kids didn't. I don't think, I don't think Maddie did, but I don't know. No. Then is Chloe. Um, She was outstanding in the group and did okay in the duet, but she needs to start bringing the same intensity she has in her solo performances. And I say every week, Abby yells at Chloe that she needs more confidence. Maybe if you didn't bark and scream at her, she would have more confidence on stage. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Then at the top is Nia. Yay. And she says that she's proud of her for doing her solo like two episodes ago and getting a Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Cause that's a week page got six and Nia got 10. Yeah. And so Nia's on the top of the pyramid for something she did two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And Holly says, this is a long awaited dream come true of Nia's. I, was this the first time Nia was at the top of the pyramid? I think so. Yeah. All right. And it's not an expectation, but it's a wonderful recognition of her achievements, Holly, her and her vocabulary. Um, and so Abby informs Nia that she's going to be dance captain this week and everyone cheers. Um, <laughs> They're all like, lucky you, Nia. Yeah, exactly. But it's not us. <laughs> I don't want that special part. And Abby says, yeah, I wouldn't be you. so smiley. It's 10 times more work than everyone else has. This We've never whole, had a captain before. No, in this, this whole story line, ever. fades really fast. I think yeah. we've seen the account twice. And then yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. So yeah. I don't know why they even showed it. I mean, because sometimes they would do stuff like this and it just would fizzle and then like it wouldn't make the edit. Yeah. So I'm surprised they even put this in. Maybe because it was something special. Well, they had to have some reason, like with her being on the top of the pyramid, she had to have something special. Oh, yeah, because she didn't have a solo. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so in Nia's interview, she says to her, being team captain means correcting your friends, even if you don't want to, but in a nice way, um, and doing everything to help your teammates. And she could get used to this. Do you see Brooke standing there when she's talking about Nia? She's like, like doing some kind of like stretching, like stretching her back, mm -hmm. but the way she's doing it, it looks like she's like taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it's like, she's like. Got a leg up or and bent over, and I'm like, that's what hilarious. She, doing? she was stretching her back, but it looks not so good. Well, to this day, Chloe does this hip stretch thing where she pops her two hips from Brooke. It is disgusting. Brooke does it too. I hate I it. Hate it. I'm like, you're gonna need a hip replacement. Yes, let alone your back. You know, now you're gonna need a hip replacement from doing that all the time, and it, well, it like makes such a loud noise. Yes. Too. Yes. Well, yeah. Chloe just actually went to an orthopedic uh, doctor a couple of months ago. And um, he basically said, like, your hips are destroyed from dance. Yeah. Does she still dance at all? Uh, no, she takes ballet at school because she has to. It's a like class. a requirement. Yeah. Every once in a while, she will take a class in L.A., but no. Mm -mm. Yeah, I, I think either. she's just kind of like traumatized by it. Mine, too. Well, it's funny. Somebody wrote on her Instagram. I told you the other day they wrote, uh, you were such an amazing dancer. It's a shame how you turned out. <laughs> I can't believe somebody said that. Like, I think she turned out very good. Considering what those kids went through, they, they all turned out very well. Yeah, exactly. And um, and she was like a grandma who wrote this. People were all over her. It was funny. Yeah. 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 All right. So we, Abby announces that we are going to Starbound this week in Myrtle Beach and the girls are so excited. Mm -hmm. um, and Abby says she's thrilled because we've done well at Starbound before. 
and when we get to when we when we get to the actual competition, I remember a lot of stuff about Myrtle Beach that we can talk about. You remember okay. going? Yeah. Okay. So there's there's like some fun stuff there we'll talk about later on in the episode. Okay. So then um she assigns a duet to Kendall and Kenzie called Reservations for Two. Chloe gets a solo called Leave the Light On. Maddie, no solo this week. Maddie's not the only one who doesn't have a solo this week. I don't know why. I guess yeah. she had to say it because then later it becomes a story point. I guess, yeah. Because I, was I like, mean, like did she, she didn't say, like, Brooke, you don't have a solo or a duet. Right. Like, I, Nia, and I, you don't have a solo or a duet. Right. Because I wrote, why the need to say this? But then later when they start bringing up the solo, I'm like, like oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then she tells us that the group is Brooke, Chloe, Kendall, Maddie, and Nia, and it's called Taken. And in her interview, Abby says that the concept of the group is four girls who are dressed the same, who notice another girl that's dressed differently and she's happy and they want to be just like her. But since that isn't possible, they get her to be like them, (laughs) which we're going to talk about ad nauseum. Oh God. I'm not even going to say anything at all until later. Yeah. I'll wait too. It's so Kenzie's not doing a dance again this week. She has a duet. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's right with Kendall. Yeah. So Kendall's had a duet two weeks in a row. Yeah. Special you parts. Chloe last week. Yeah. Special parts. So in my interview, I say that Abby wants to stay on this winning streak. And by not giving Maddie a solo, she's putting an extra amount of pressure on Chloe to win. And I wrote, oh Lord, like all I do is fucking pitch. It's terrible. I know we both do. It's terrible. I swear I to God, they just had like written next to my name in production. They just had like, have her bitch about uh-huh. what, no Me matter too. what she bitches. Me too. So then I asked Jill, I was like, why are you at pyramid? Abby <laughs> <laughs> told me to be here. I'm like, okay. Um, and she says in her interview, Jill, um, that her and Kendall don't want to step on anybody's toes, but Kendall deserves to be part of the team. And Abby invited them to pyramid and the moms need to deal with it. Um, there's that word again, deserves. Deserves it, yeah. Deserves. Oh, and Jill and Melissa called each other to twin in Pyramid. I saw that. Pink. Yeah. And yeah. you and Melissa twin at the um, yes. competition. I saw that too, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So in group rehearsal, Abby tells Kendall that she's a lucky little girl for being able to rehearse with them when they've won week after week. <laughs> Kendall is just like looking at her like, what the fuck? I swear, I would love, love if there was some way to go back in time and read those, those children's thoughts. I would oh, love I know. to know what they're thinking. Well, I told you, Josh always says, I wish there was like a bubble thing above Brooke's head saying what she oh, was thinking. Because he's Brooke, like, I can only imagine what she was thinking. Brooke was like, how the fuck do I get out of this? <laughs> I know. She's like, can somebody please take me? Uh-huh. Not me. So Abby says to Kendall, every one of those bad habits you came to my studio with got worse when you went to Kathy's. Now I have to clean up the mess. Thank you. And Kendall's just like, okay. And in her interview, Abby says, even though Kendall's in the group routine and a duet, she under no circumstances is a member of the team and still a guest at the Abby Lee Dance Company. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. So next, Abby's talking about the group with the girls. 
And she's telling them it's going to be really difficult to communicate with the judges in two and a half minutes. So that's why she chose Maddie to do her own choreography. (laughs) That's why. Because Maddie can tell the story with her face. Okay. And Maddie is a free spirit with all the privileges and who is allowed to do anything. And that's in her. (laughs) We know. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. We know. We know. And in her interview, she says, Maddie is the perfect for the lead role because her facial expressions tell the story. And she says that everyone else doesn't have Maddie's pleasures of life. (laughs) No, they don't. (laughs) And they want to make her be like them. No, I think what they want is they just want you to treat them nicely. Yeah. Treat her, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So upstairs, um, oh boy, here we go. Here we go. This is the hand oh. grenade, Christy. So yep. hand grenade. Uh, I say in my interview, apparently Abby is using this as an opportunity to explain to the world that our girls are a mediocre cult. <laughs> <laughs> if they see someone who is better than them, they're going to drag her down to their levels. You know what? I was watching um, Hoda and Jenna today. Uh-huh. And Jenna was saying about... And something about her kids and like the the one daughter only got like a 96% on her science test or whatever. And she's like, you know, mom, I'm not perfect or whatever. And she's like, you know, it's okay to be like medium. And mm-hmm. I, I was thinking of this because Abby always said we were mediocre. Well, like mm-hmm. even Jenna says, it's okay to be mediocre. You don't have to be the best at everything. I know. You can be really great at like three things and just average at the other well, thing. I just have to say, no matter what you do in life, someone somewhere is always going to be better, better than you. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, I don't care if who's the best dancer in the group. Somebody somewhere is better, better. than you. Sure. Yeah. Sure. In, in anything you do, I think somebody's always better. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the way life is. Yep. So to like tell somebody that they're the best, 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 like not only are you making other people feel bad, but you're also like creating unreasonable expectations for that person. Yeah. You know, and maybe you're not the best at in that dance company, but maybe you're the best dancer at school or you're the best yeah. dancer at home. Like it's not always just like what your teacher thinks or what other no. people think. No. Um, so upstairs, I tell the mom that the cult is an obvious parallel to Maddie getting the role in Drop Dead Diva, and it's offensive. And I say, Abby's going to say it's interpretive or art, but I think it's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then Holly mentions that the storyline focuses on one girl being different, and it would have been a great opportunity to capitalize on Nia being part of the group because she says Abby always points out that she's different. And then you say... But the storyline yeah. is that Maddie is above our girls and we're trying to drag her down to our level. Yeah. And, I, and this conversation is going on all around us. I want to point that out. It's not yeah. just like me saying it, you saying it. Like Jill and Holly are chiming in too. Oh, yeah. I, it, but they only always show us talking. I mean, I was surprised that they said that what Holly said. But that would have been a great opportunity for them to have Nia be different. Right. Like... Yeah, you always bitch about, you know, leaning into your strengths or whatever. Mm -hmm. So if that is a strength or, you know, something to focus on, let's focus on it. Mm -hmm. Adjusting a little bit. Okay, there we go. All right. 
You should see where I have my microphone. It's very obscene. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then in her interview, Melissa says, Kelly and Christy are reading too much into this dance. They just want to argue. And my notes are Holly and Jill are too. Exactly. Yeah. So then I start saying about how Melissa doesn't celebrate others, which I actually think I'm being a huge hypocrite there because I wasn't overly celebrating Maddie with Drop Dead Diva. No. So I'm being an asshole there. I am. So I'm I'm going to acknowledge that. But I did say uh, that that Melissa doesn't celebrate. And I said, I remember the time that she celebrated Chloe by ratting her out for going to the movies. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. And then she says, well, you talk about my daughter all the time. And, um, and I said, that's when I started screaming. I was like, no, I talk about her, the favoritism of your daughter. I've never once ever said like Maddie is a brat or Maddie this or Maddie. It's always Maddie gets the best choreography. Maddie. And we always say that. Yes. We always say it's never Maddie. It's, it's It's, basically the adults around her that do it. Yeah. And, and I, I said that the entire time the show was on, but yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to differentiate between how it's interpreted by people and how I meant it and what's edited. Yeah. Cause I yeah. know what I said and how I meant it, but I'm sure people still think I'm an idiot or an asshole, whatever. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, yeah, yeah. That's why we're partners in crime. Exactly. <laughs> so then in my interview, I say, my daughter is 10 and when a 40 year old woman will stop at nothing to tear her down because of a dance, sorry, I'm going to step in and I'm not going to take it. And then I get my pointy finger out. My When that pointy finger comes out, and you are a pointy finger bitch too, P.S. later on. But my pointy finger comes out and I say, you are a fucking troublemaker and you're a bitch. And then I start calling her the liar of the group. There and we are being able to tell people off that we work with. At, there it is. And I'm like, I don't lie all the time. And I say, um, she says, you lied when you said that Maddie cheated. No. I didn't say Maddie cheated. I said, Abby cheated. And that's not a lie. If I believe it. Yeah. I I mean, in my opinion, that's what I think happened. And I tell her, I'm like, no, Kelly said she cheated. No, she said, I said that she told me she cheated. Remember she called me on the phone. saying That Abby had her practice it without the music. Yes. Yes. I, I didn't realize that that's what they meant. Yeah. Okay. So we're still going back and forth and I go, well, who had an affair with her boss? Who's living with a man who's still married? I think that's the first time the boss came up on dance. Ball. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, I, is that like one of the only times though? I thought they ended up cutting that out from now on. We weren't allowed to talk about it. I think it doesn't come up, but I think, I mean, we knew that she had a boyfriend before yeah. this is the first but I time. think I think we got and like they got told by the attorneys that they weren't allowed to mention him or their situ- yeah yeah because there was a lot of things going on like behind the scenes like, yeah mm-hmm. um but I did say who had an affair with her boss who's living with a man still married and she loses her mind and that's when she gets up to leave and she said I did not have an affair with my boss and I'm like yeah you did she she did. I, I don't know, like, yeah. I don't know how to, like, what else to say. I, I mean, I think you can ask any one of us up there if they were told that and they would say the same answer. Yeah. And then she says, 
fuck you. I did not fucking bitch. And then she calls me a cunt, which they bleep out in case anybody's worried about what word they missed. And she goes, there, I said it. And you go, there's a word. We haven't used that one yet. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we used that one. I, I mean, anybody who's wondering what it was, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, my. So then she storms out and, and Jill says she feels badly for her. Um, and she says that she does things to get along. But while Jill is saying this, Kenzie runs up to grab her bag. She hears us talking um, and she like comes downstairs and she's crying. And she's like, they're talking about you. And Melissa's like, I know they're horrible. And I'm like, stop saying that's your child. Yeah. Because then they think about it about us and, and we have to. Be with the kids. All, all day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. And like. I can remember lots of times looking at Maddie being like, listen, Maddie, I'm not mad at your mom. It's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, but then upstairs, Holly is pointing out to Jill. She's like, oh no, Melissa is a smart woman. She knows what she's doing and do not underestimate Melissa. There you go. True. Yep. yep. So now it is the next day. And we are all in the dancer's den, uh, but Abby's not there and neither are Melissa, Maddie and Mackenzie. And well, no, I like that you missed when Holly, her and Holly kind of basically had a conversation about that, Wait, about what? how Melissa was smart. Oh, what did I miss? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. All right. Um, no, I, I, Jill says that. And then Holly just like agrees with her. And it's like, yes, Melissa is very like smart in those kind of ways. Oh yeah. And like calculating, I think that's kind of the, yeah. Like, and I, I think at some point, I don't know if it's here later in the episode or somewhere else. I'm like, if you're one step ahead, Melissa's four. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, okay. So now we're in the next day, we're in the dressing room and Jill says, Melissa's absence for the group up and opens up a door for Kendall since she's not an official member. Again. Of and I'm thinking to myself, Jill, Kendall ain't replacing Maddie in any way. Uh, now, now you got Absolutely you're, not. Yeah. Um, and Jill is wearing some really aggressive lime green pants. I'd like to point out. Oh, they're God, like brighter than my tank top and they're like tight. <laughs> um, oh, they were, they were a lot. So then Abby enters and guess what, Kelly? Oh my goodness. He's wearing a headband. We haven't had a headband in a while. No. Mm-hmm. Headband. <laughs> and then she's asking me about the lantern that I was supposed to get. Uh, uh, um, because Chloe's dance is, uh, called, what is it called in the, in the light in the dark? I don't fucking know. Um, Who's? Chloe's. Chloe. Let there be light. What is it called in the light? Let there be light. I think. Let no, leave the light on. Oh, leave the light on. Whatever. So something with a leave light. Leave the light on. And she lets me know <laughs> that what I found is too big and heavy. And she's like, where are Maddie and Melissa? No, no Ken's. Um, and then she's like, I'm going to go find what's going on. And she would not miss without calling me. And, um, you say, I wonder if they'll be punished. And I'm like, I doubt it. I know. But how about me? Like, did I really need to say that? No, but do we really, but they didn't get punished. 
they get rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So no, we knew they weren't getting punished. Uh, but anyway, so now we are in candy apple land and that is Canton, Ohio. No farm animals. However, I, you know, I thought that when I went, I wonder if Kathy told them like, you're really making us out to be like farmers or something it, that they stopped doing that. <laughs> Maybe that's funny. And um, when she's calling them into the room for their super top secret noise, uh, super top, good God, super top secret news, her voice is just like, (laughs) and in her interview, she says, the last time I saw the Abby Lee Dance Company at competition, they weren't very nice to me. (laughs) Gosh, we're never nice. No. Um, so her guest choreographers come in, Mitchell and Michael. Mm, she calls them the M&Ms. I wrote so cheesy per usual. Uh, <laughs> Mitchell and Michael are working with us because they'd like to see us beat the Abby Lee Dance Company. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Thank I, God I didn't drink alcohol. I know. I'm going to drink mine in a moment. Um, it, then she says she brought the M&Ms back because the kids reciprocate and love them. I don't think that word makes sense in that sense. No. So I was like, uh, and don't worry, later on, Abby and I have a big fight over the word reciprocate. Oh, really? Yes. I missed Wait that. until you hear that story. It's coming up when, uh, I don't know if it's, I think it's when her dog dies. Oh, you mean not in this episode? No, no. Oh, okay. I thought you meant in this episode. I'm like, I missed that. No, it's coming up. I don't think they even aired it, but I will tell the story because it is, it's one of those stories that every time I see Holly, we talk about because it was so stupid. Yeah. It was so stupid. Uh, It was wild. All right. So now, um, mm -mm -mm. Kathy says, we need to work hard this week because Jill and Kendall have hopped back to Abby's studio. No surprise. And then she tells us that she has a new boy, Drazen, um, because she wanted justice to have a male friend for his duet, which sounds odd the way. She's yeah. Yeah. And she wants Jill and Kendall going down. Um, so I just want to point out like later on, Abby keeps calling Drazen like a ringer, like Kathy had to solicit children and get a ringer and stuff. I would like to point out in Kathy's defense that the show would bring all these kids on that had auditioned for different things that they liked. And they yeah. would just give them to Kathy and be like, put them in the dance. Cause she didn't have like a younger competitive group Her her good competition. Girls were older, or older. Yeah. Yeah. But and Abby so- brings in ringers too. Absolutely. Like she just said, she brought in ringers. Like when the older Nina and them came in. Kelly season eight of dance moms, Abby went around the country and handpicked dancers to make up her dream team. Yeah. In, in season eight, but I'm talking about now. I mean, she yeah. just did it a couple of weeks ago and now she's complaining about Kathy doing it. Like you just did it. Well, she's a hypocrite. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know. I know. No, I know. Or Kel, Abby's a hypocrite. Drink. I know. I did. <laughs> okay. So now we're back to the ALDC and they show us upstairs and we're stoning. Of course. And uh, the group is rehearsing. Everyone is there except Maddie McKenzie. And Abby says in her interview, she goes, I don't know what's going on with Maddie and Melissa, but they need to be here. They signed a contract and she doesn't have time. So she's starting rehearsal. Then I think this is the only time we hear anything to do with the dance captain. She tells Nia, 
Um, I need to hear your mouth running for the counts. So we hear Nia. Um, and then upstairs, Holly says it's a first for Melissa not to come. And Jill's surprised that Abby's even holding rehearsal. And you say that you're sure that Abby won't put anyone in their spots. No. Something that she would do if Brooke and Paige were absent. And I just wrote, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And absolutely. This is really funny. In your interview, you say, I think Jill is loving life right now. Melissa's mad at the mom, so she's not showing up to anything. And my kids are injured. She can just slither her way in, either with the moms or the kids this week. <laughs> Slithering like a little snake, Jill. A little snake. Oh, I think, was it last week Jill had on a snake dress? Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. Um, and I say, Melissa's not there because she can't handle the truth or doesn't want to face the music. And Holly says, well, she knows the moms are going to bring it up again. <laughs> I'm like, Holly's the one that always said Melissa deflects. Oh my God. That always drove Holly crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, was it Holly the one time that was like, Oh, there's a fly. There's a fly. Yeah. There's yeah. a fly, Melissa. There's a fly. Yeah. It did make her crazy. Yeah. So back at the candy apples, uh, Justice and Drazen are practicing their duet called the promotion. Um, and uh, Kathy said, or yeah, Kathy says you have to bring the papers to the table. And Michael says, and when you slam this table, whose face is on that table? And Kathy goes, Jill. <laughs> and this is really yeah. the beginning of the hate between Kathy and Jill. People are always like, why do they hate each other so much? I don't know. I don't either. I think Jill was resentful of the fact that Kathy was like the original mom, maybe. I think. I don't know. I didn't know if something maybe happened when they were taking class there that just made them not like each other. I don't know. No. I never I asked. I don't think so, I ever asked. But I mean, still to this day, if you talk to Kathy, she'll be like, Ugh, Jill. Like to this day. I should ask Jill when we're on the other podcast if um how she feels about her. And yeah. She'll be like. Why, why she didn't like her so much. I'll have to ask her that because I don't think I ever did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to hear what her answer is. Yeah, I'm going to ask her. Um, oh, I can't wait for the Louis Vuitton fight. That's one of my favorite moments between <laughs> <Jill and> Kathy. <laughs> it goes in my big one. Oh, my goodness. They're so stupid. You're just little. Yeah, it goes in my big one. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. All right, so in her interview, Kathy says, Justin and Drazen are supposed to look focused and intense. But they're struggling a little bit because Justice has trouble portraying characters that present him as, wait, in a nasty kid light, so he has to dig. Okay, so now they're doing their group rehearsal, My Hair Like This. And she likes the group dance, Kathy does, because it's on the edge. There's a lot of movement, and it's a hot, hot, dance. hot. Um, Kel, is this a play on My Hair Looks Fierce? I I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. When our kids were little, they did a dance called My Hair is Fierce and they wore the crazy I hair. I, I think don't I know. Have. You probably do. I have to find it. It was really cute. I think it, it was, was like Ed Phelan choreographed that, didn't he? He did checks yeah. too. Yeah. It had a similar vibe to it. Yeah. That was their competition dance that won all the time. My hair looks fierce. And then obviously checks. That's then, when we bought those fierce shirts for our girls. Oh, Remember how yeah. mad Melissa got? Yes. Oh my gosh. Wait, we have I have them pictures. 
Yes. Remember them sitting back to back with their little fierce shirts on? I think that's still in Chloe's sleepover room. Well, it's Clara's sleepover room now. I think that picture is still framed in there. Is it? Yeah. We had Chloe and Paige do like a photo during picture day or whatever, because I had bought them both shirts that said fierce and I stoned them. Melissa wanted us dead. Yeah. Why didn't you buy anyone? Meanwhile, there were like 10 girls in the group, probably. I mean, I don't know if there was 10. I'm just saying that. But I mean, it wasn't like we just excluded Maddie. It was just like we... We always called them the twenties. So it was just like a 20 thing and they got very offended. Meanwhile, it was not supposed to be offensive. No. And P.S. Melissa. You were the one that bought them, bitch. You should have bought more. I guess so. Well, I was broke that week. I had to pay for a dance. (laughs) Um, Okay. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest in Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I started using Acorns a few years ago, and I have it set up that if I'm spending money out in a store, I just round up to the nearest dollar so that extra change I don't even realize is gone. But what's amazing about it is it's being invested inside the portfolio that fits my goals. And then I look at that balance and I'm always so excited to see that money there because it feels like this secret bonus money to me. And you can start investing too by heading to acorns.com slash bar or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorn.com slash bar. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorn Securities LLC, member FINRA-SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back every single day after dance bombs. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. So now we're back at the ALDC. Abby's wearing a headband. Yay. Mm. I'm refilling my tea. Hold on. This is, um, this is Nia's other role as a dance captain where Abby tells Nia she has to call Maddie to get her butt in here right now. So I, I love Nia in our interview. Yeah. I don't know how to get Maddie here because I'm not her mother. Yeah. She's like, her, Maddie tells me her mom said no. Mm-hmm. So how am I supposed to get her here? Yeah. And then she's like, her mom won't let her come to the dance studio because Melissa is always mad at the mom. I like that part. <laughs> ah! Oh my. So then Abby starts rehearsing again and um, she is being the stand-in for Maddie. Okay. Abby is dancing for Maddie and she tells us Maddie's the center of choreography and it's difficult to rehearse without her. Not like I'm losing my mind. Everyone needs to die because you're ruining everything. It's difficult. Yeah. So then we see Melissa's car pull up. Maddie McKenzie run into the studio and in her interview, Melissa says, she doesn't need to be there when the girls rehearse. And she decided to just drop them off. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to be there either. Can I drop my kids off? Exactly. I have wrote down, uh, we were on a television show. Yes, you did yeah. have to show up. Exactly. If I don't, if you don't have to be here, then I don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. My kids weren't even dancing. Paige couldn't, we had a broken foot. Yeah. And Brooke had a bad back. So why did I have to be? Wait, my kids should not have been there. Well, I had to be there. When Chloe wasn't there and she was on her camping trip. Exactly. But Melissa's just like, I don't need to be there. And I couldn't go with Brooke when she was in her school dance thing. Yeah. Like we yeah. all had to be there, whether it worked out for us or not. Yeah, for sure. That was our contract. And when the kids come in, we're all relieved. And I say, good. Now our kids won't have to bear the brunt of Abby's anger. 
And Abby in rehearsal talks to Maddie about missing. Um, and she's just like, I never want this to happen again. You do not miss rehearsal. This whole thing with your mother, forget about it. And she goes, you're going to let these women dictate your future. That's crazy. I, I love how she says that. We have nothing to do with Maddie's future. We were fighting with Melissa. It's yeah. up to Melissa to have her kids there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in her interview, she says she doesn't care how much time they've lost. Oh, she can't believe how much time they've lost because of Melissa. Now we've got to dig down deep inside and use everything we've got if we're going to win this weekend at Starbound. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So now at the front desk, Abby is wearing a headband. Hello, drink, drink, drink. And she gets a call and she tells the person on the phone, thanks for tipping me off. I appreciate my friends in the business. And I'm like, this is all made up because we knew candy apples were coming. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Abby is doing her best Academy Award winning performance there. <laughs> People want to know, like, if we knew, yeah, we know when candy apples are coming. We knew right away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in her interview, here's Abby. Kathy and her rotten apples are going to be joining us this weekend. She doesn't call them candy apples. I told you. And uh, she yeah. Said, Kathy entered a routine in each of their categories and is obviously out for revenge. She's bringing in a ringer to dance with justice against Abby's duet. Now, like, we wouldn't have known that unless the TV producers told us that stuff. No, you don't know, like, but what? I, even somebody from the competition, like, they don't, I don't think they can tell you ahead of time what another studio is bringing. No, 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 nope. Um, I wouldn't think you would be allowed to do that. No, I think that that's like ethically wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Gianna's surprised to hear about the boy duet because Kathy doesn't have another boy. And then Gianna looks at Abby and says, Maddie has to do a solo. I, I love that part. To. I'm yeah. like, okay, that, that is so Gianna. Yeah. Cause she's beaten justice before. And so then the M's, Melissa, Maddie, Mackenzie arrive at the studio and the girls go get ready. And Abby asked Melissa to hang back. She wants to know about yesterday. And in her interview, Melissa says she's tired of being bullied by the moms. And in talking to Abby, she's like, I don't need to be here. And I wrote, I don't need to be here either, except for the whole TV thing. That's what I wrote. <laughs> and her, my kids take care of themselves and they're here on time. Well, all, all of them kids. take care of themselves. And they're all there on time. Exactly. Okay. So I'm like, all right. Um, and then Abby's like, Maddie's doing a solo. Melissa's like, nope, nope. And she heads to the den. And Abby's like, you signed a contract with me. And Melissa says, giving Maddie a solo the night before a competition is way too much pressure. I'm actually surprised that they didn't push this more and have her learn, and I'm using it like in air quotes, a solo the night before and use a dance that she already knew so that they could push like, oh my God, she learned yeah. it the night before. Yeah. I'm, you, I'm surprised they didn't. Do you see Brooke there? They show yeah. her looking like really thrilled. She's like ready to shoot herself. Uh, I didn't see it, but I can imagine. I don't even know why they would show Brooke. Like, like it was just like she was just sitting there being miserable. So, you know, they had to show her. Mm, I did I did uh see I I did a bunch of dance mom TikToks last week. It's like this, it was like a trending thing. It's like where that thing changes on your head, you know, like that carousel of all the pictures change. And whenever it stopped on a cast member, you're supposed to like hurry up and do a quote from them. Oh my. Oh, I did you. 
Oh, well, I'm easy. Yeah, I'm easy too. Yeah. But it's hard with the kids sometimes. And yeah. uh, I got Brooke and I was sitting there and I just went, oh. <laughs> I started digging in my teeth and people were like, what is the Brooke one? And I'm like, oh, dude, you have no idea. That is my favorite gift of uh-huh. all time. Uh-huh. That and the one of you and I being a bitch. Yeah. Where we're both rolling our eyes and like tilting our heads at the uh-huh. Yeah. Like fuckers. I love us. Um, so Melissa walks into the den and she says to Maddie, you know, Abby might tell you you're doing a solo, but you're not. And in my interview, I'm like, it's funny when Chloe misses rehearsal, she screamed out, but when Maddie misses rehearsal, she's rewarded with a solo. And I wrote double standard. Facts. Those are facts. So we're in closed rehearsal of leave the light on or light my fire or let there be light or whatever other stupid phrase you want to use the word light in. And Chloe in her interview goes, I don't know. The more I hear Chloe's interviews, I'm like, were they making her like out to be the dits of the group? Because sometimes the shit she says is so funny. Well, remember the gun dance? And she goes, Miss Abby, we have to blow the competition away. I hope she doesn't mean literally we can get disqualified. Uh, uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that sounded like something Clay would say. Yeah. You think it's a pet cop? Yeah. Yeah. This one was, um, the concept for my solo is I don't like it when it's dark. So I use a lantern to seek out places where it's light. (laughs) What what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Abby says that she needs Chloe's head in the game since she's up against, oh, she does say candy apples this weekend. Her goal is a clean sweep. And to Chloe, when you step out on stage, I want you to win. No guy is going to beat, oh, no boy is going to beat me. And in her interview, Chloe tells us she feels pressure to do well because Justice is a really good dancer. And I said, Chloe looks really pretty in her interview with the yeah. headband. She did. She did. Really she had that same headband. We yeah. always had the same shit. Because we would be like, oh, I like that. Together, I like that yeah. too. Uh-huh. We'd be chopping. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to go in the uh, jewelry stores in New York? Oh, my gosh. Oh. We'd have baskets cool? full of... Rhinestone shit. Crap, yeah. At least it wasn't plastic. At least ours was like... At least rhinestone, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we would have every color earring you could ever think of, like headbands every- galore, scarves. Mm-hmm. We would... It was crazy. I miss going there though. Yeah, it was fun. I had fun. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, so for my New Orleans launch party that I'm having, it the theme is Saints and Sinners because that's my house theme. And so I had sashes made that say Saint or Sinner. And um, depending on like how you dress, you get whatever sash. But I found, I was out one day and I found these really pretty floor to leave rhinestone pins. And I'm like, I'm going to buy that and put it on my sash. There you go. I was we like the dance mom in me. Sashes, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, the dance mom in me still lives strong. <laughs> yeah. So I will have a rhinestone pin on my sash. That's the kind of stuff we bought there too. Yeah. Um. So upstairs, we, the moms are sitting there and Jill asked Melissa if she's coming to the competition. And Melissa is like, Totally yeah. like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And like, why would you ask that? Yeah. Yeah. Probably because I told Jill to ask her, I'm guessing. Exactly. Yeah. And we're all talking about uh, Abby wanting Maddie to do a solo. And in her interview, Melissa's like, if I let Maddie do solo, the moms are going to say that Maddie's the favorite. I'm totally sick of it. Yes. Okay. But, but remember when she says that. Okay. Yep. That, that she's not letting her do it because... 
the moms will be mad and yep. will think she's the favorite. And then let's see what she says in her next time she mm-hmm. talks. Yep. Um, so Melissa does tell us that she's refusing to let Maddie do solo because she's sticking up for herself and her kids. Okay. And in her interview, Jill says she thinks it's unfair that Abby asked Maddie to do a solo. Kendall would have done it. <laughs> Jill. Jill just wants Kendall to do any kind of dance she's allowed. I and the thing about this is she's fucking serious. I know. I it's like we all have these funny things that we always harp on. And like my little Kendall needs a special part is clearly like an ongoing joke in the world. But that shit is real. (laughs) (laughs) She would sell her soul for a special part. To this day, if I said something to Jill about this, she would say, well, yeah, I want her to have a special. Like, she would act like I'm insane. Why would Uh, you want a special part? (laughs) Meanwhile, Kendall is 20 years old. She probably is like, mom, stop. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. Uh, Kendall's on the dance team and stuff. I wonder if she goes there and is. Because Jill did tell me when on the other show that um, she goes to every one of her things. And I wonder if Kendall's like, oh, mom, stay away. <laughs> I, I don't have a, I don't have a special part this week. Good God. Oh, my. Funny. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Ah, all right. So now um, we are talking about it's no mystery why Abby wants Maddie to do a solo. We're going up against Kathy and Candy Apples, and she needs a ringer. And Melissa's like, Chloe will do just fine. And then you go, well, Abby clearly doesn't think so. (laughs) Well, I I mean, seriously. I know, I know. Um, And then I say, just goes to show how much value Abby puts on all of her students. And I said, if you don't feel that Chloe's good enough and you don't want, and you don't have her be your go-to loser, just give it to Maddie. And I wrote, I must be really pissed this week. I'm just like a raging bitch. (laughs) Maybe you had your period. Maybe. Um, can you come back in a little while? Thank you. All right. So now Kendall and Ken's are rehearsing their duet called Reservation for Two. And Kenzie is excited to go to Myrtle Beach. And I still can't get past that hairdo. She's got that giant I, bump. That uh, really tall is it the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my, that was terrible. It was terrible. I don't know who did that. I don't either. Uh, By Diana. Yeah. I was just thinking, I bet it was Diana. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when the girls are rehearsing, Abby tells them there's no way they're going to lose to some other boy. And in her interview, she says the stakes are high because we're against Justice and Kathy's ringer. Hopefully these two can pull it off. I'm looking for a clean sweep, but the duet has her worried. So in Studio A... I think the girls are gone and just Maddie's in, or I'm sorry, Abby's in there and Maddie enters and Abby and her freaking weird whisper voice is like, come here, what's the real truth? So she's like putting this insane amount of pressure on Maddie. Like, what, what do you just want the week off? Like, why won't you do a solo? Meanwhile, Maddie never said no to the solo. Her mother did. So why? And Maddie's just like, oh, I can't learn a solo this late. And Abby's like, you, she, Abby doesn't want to go to Starbound and not win. And I don't care what's going on with Melissa and the other moms. Maddie should be doing this solo for me. Even just seeing Maddie's name in the program book will intimidate justice. And then I cannot believe she said this, Maddie. You know what? I feel like I'm giving you an opportunity and you're crapping all over me. 
I cannot believe a 40 some year old woman said that to like an 11 year old. Yeah. I even 11. I think she was 10. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But a kid, a kid. And in her nine. Cause I think Paige had just turned 11. And Chloe probably was was 10. 10. Yeah. Okay. A nine year old. She's not even double digits. Yeah. In her interview, Maddie says, it's really tough because Abby wants me to do a solo and her mom doesn't. And she has to listen to my, I have to listen to my mom. And I wrote, yes, Maddie, you do. Um, And then at the front desk, Abby's sitting there. I used to hate when she was sitting at that desk. I know. And you'd have to walk in and walk past her. I just want to shoot myself. Oh, God. I'll say whatever I want. Sorry, that's coming soon. (laughs) So as Melissa's leaving, Abby's like, I need to speak with you. and. In her interview, Abby says, if Melissa doesn't let Maddie do a solo, she just might cost us the win. And if that's the case, I'll never forget her. Forgive her. Yeah, you will. Yeah. It's fine. Won't take long. Yep. Yep. Um, And she goes, Kathy, that hick from the stick, she's coming. (laughs) What a bitch. She's such a bitch. If any kid could do a solo. Wait, says any kid could. Oh, Abby says any kid could do, do a solo, but it's about intimidating justice. And Melissa's like, nope, Maddie isn't doing a solo. Abby's like, she could have learned it that day. Melissa's like, I got to go home, get my kids to bed and get them on a plane tomorrow. So that's put to bed. Although Abby is going to bring it up a bunch of other times because we like- But right there, Melissa was saying, like, my kid is not doing a solo. She's not learning a solo in one day. And Abby's like, you know, she thinks she can do it. But in her last interview, she said that she wasn't allowing her to do it because- us moms would be mad. But mm-hmm. the real reason is because you didn't want her to learn it in a day. Right. 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 Which none of us I do. I think if they would have had two days, I don't think there would have been any way on the planet Maddie wasn't doing a solo. Melissa would have never said no. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So now we are um, at Starbound in Myrtle Beach and um, we see Myrtle Beach High School. We enter in our van. Abby tells us to get our game faces on. We all walk into the dressing room and Candy Apples arrives in their van in their dressing room. And we hear Kathy's voice and I say, oh my God, it like haunts you in your nightmares. (laughs) And I have to say... All of us moms showed up in our beach print dresses. I don't remember what I had We're on. All, you had on like a long, like kind of watercolory blue. Oh, that purple, yeah, blue, brown, yeah. yeah. I have on, thing. yeah, I have on like a. It's like red and orange and yellow, like yeah, whatever fun dress. Jill has on something fun. Melissa looks like me. I'm like, oh man, they said beach, and we're like, we'll wear beach clothes. <laughs> Do you okay? Mine so, had that big flower here. Yeah. So Myrtle Beach, I remember there's all kinds of like, if you've never been there, it's like very touristy. Like there's all kinds mm. of like things everywhere. Remember that yeah. museum that was like the sideways museum or something? Yeah. Upside yeah, down. And I remember us taking our kids to some boardwalk where they were zip lining. Yeah. And we were pretty late. But I think we went out the night of the competition. I don't think we went out the night before. Yeah, I think think it was after the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we, being the moms, we might have gone out Friday night for dinner because we would go out a lot for dinner, the moms. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember we went to a place that was right on the water. Do you remember it was like down and there were all the boats by us? No. Melissa and I were doing something. I don't remember. I I feel like there was like a pole and she was like pole dancing on it. Oh my. And there was like, no, you know what else it was is they had like these jet skis you could pose on. There's a couple of pictures of like uh, and I like posing like we were racing on jet skis. And shit. Oh my gosh. I do remember the zip lining. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. The kids zip line. I mean, we didn't. I think we stood behind them or below them or were drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. That would be us. That would be us. We're like, go ahead, kids. You're fine. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. But I it was fun to go to places like that because usually we didn't have any fun when no. we No. We, we didn't even have a hotel or a restaurant in our hotel. No. So Myrtle it's- Beach was definitely a fun place. That's why the kids were so excited. Yeah. That was a good time. And uh, we we all had fun and we would have fun. The moms would have fun. And what's funny about that is that look at this week, Melissa and I have one of the worst fights on Dance Moms where she called me a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. But and then you're sitting on the jet skis, jet skis taking pictures. Yeah. That's how we were. Yeah. People don't realize that. Like we had no choice but to get along. Or to fight. We had no choice other than to fight, too. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, well, I guess I didn't say that. Like, yes, we had to fight on camera, but then you're with your, like, each other so much, you have to hang out. Yeah. Get along. And coming up, when you and I have our big fight, we're like, we're together more than we're with our fucking husband. That's the only time we ever fought. Ever. Ever. In 20 years. Yeah. And honestly, we were probably just really fucking over it all. Yes. And it definitely. was easier to fight with each other and just be like, ugh, like all mm-hmm. of that frustration. Yeah. Um, and I think at one point we said we're with each other more than we're with our spouses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we did have a good time then. I, I liked Myrtle Beach. I remember us all hanging out and having mm-hmm. fun. Okay, so then back to the show. Uh, Abby's looking at the program book and she calls Jill over and she's like, do not alarm anyone in the room. <laughs> like, okay. Like, Who is Drayson? And Jill's like, I don't know. And she's like, would you tell me? And she's like, Abby. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. Oh, God. And Abby's like, Drayson is some ringer. He's not one of even one of Kathy's students. Um and then in her interview, Jill's like, Abby needs to trust me. My alliance is with Abby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, and then Kathy calls her kids over in her dressing room. She's like, I just need to give you all a heads up on what's going on. And she's like, if anyone's tweeting you, it's none of their business. It's our little surprise attack. I remember that. Mm-hmm. The, make, the big thing, because they all used to tweet back and forth. That was when Twitter was really mm-hmm. big, right? That. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And fans would be tweeting too. You mean our kids would tweet them? Yeah. 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 I like between that. the two groups. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile. Because they were friends. Of course they were friends. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I don't know if fans don't know that. I mean, the Candy yeah. Apples and the Abby Lee Dance Company, they were friends. The kids, of course. Yeah. And I didn't even like mind the candy apple moms. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know them, but like I would chat with them. I didn't mind them. 
Yeah, me either. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I... Because what I mean is we would always have lunch at the same time. So we would be kind of like, they would have us in separate rooms, but you would see them when you're standing in line and you mm-hmm. would like chat with them. It wasn't like, I hate you, you candy apple. Like, <laughs> it was lunchtime and we're like, look, Kelly's hungry. My brain hurts. Let's all just be friends. <laughs> yep. It's lunchtime. We're not on camera, so we don't have to fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Ugh, do you remember when they would always bring somebody in our dressing room to meet us, though? Yes. We yes. were like, we have one hour that we do not have to be on, like, quote unquote. And, on. and then people would stay in there for like a half an hour of it. Yes. Yeah. And they'd be like, you have to meet this executive's second cousin's best friend's uncle, his niece. And and like, like, all we want to do is like take our shoes off for 10 minutes and, and, sit sit. and just relax, zone out. And we couldn't, we had to, and we'd like, have to take pictures and, and be like, like display animals kind of, uh, yeah. Like everybody would come in and want to stare at us and like sit at our desks and, yeah. and I don't want to sound ungrateful. Like, cause somebody's going to be like, they're bitching. You don't have any downtime. Everybody needs uh, at all. Yeah. Everybody needs downtime. That's when I would literally go to the bathroom and sit. I mean, those competition days were long. I mean, sometimes we were filming like 14 hours for God's sake. By the time we drove and got there and um, set up and all that kind of stuff and getting in our mics and stuff. I mean, it was long days. So to have a half an hour or an hour and somebody take up a half hour of it, it was. It's mean. Yeah mean we all need a break yeah oh it was mean okay so um happy in her interview says Drazen is someone from her studio who doesn't He's- compete they pulled him in as a guest artist because she wanted two boys now did she say he was or wasn't from her studio? i didn't think he was from her studio. i don't think so either yeah i didn't think um, he was all right yeah i think i read that wrong or wrote that wrong so now um we're back in our dressing room and Chloe is stretching. And when she's stretching in her split, do you see her like doing her little hand motions over her dance? Remember how they used to go like, like they would go like this with their finger if they were turning, like they yeah. were yeah. she was turning. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my interview, I say, I'm nervous for Chloe because Abby expects her to be justice. I know she can do it, but Chloe needs to know she can do it. And Abby's like, Chloe, this is it. That was her pep talk. <laughs> Yay. So, um, in her interview, Chloe tells us she's nervous because she's never competed against justice and Abby is counting on her. And as she takes the stage, um, we are cheering, you're wiping your nose and Chloe performs her solo and like her turns in the beginning were were really good. Yeah. Yeah, They were were really good. I, I, yeah, those were good. I like this dance. It just. It was all right. You know, like it was, there were parts of it that were really good. And then there were parts that I was like, eh, that could have been better. Like, and I don't know if it was the dancing, the choreography, the music, the cop, like, I was just like, okay, it's fine. It didn't make me go like, I love this. Yeah. Honestly, to be fair, I don't think every week there are every single dance blows me away. Like I've said that about Maddie's dances. I'm like, okay, it looks the same. Like, this dance was fine. It looks yeah. the same. Like, you know what I mean? It's It was good. Yes, her turns were beautiful at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I say in my interview, Chloe did an amazing job. I'm proud of her. She's gorgeous. And when she was coming off stage, I was like, yay, Chloe Bird. 
I know. But it's so funny because we were just talking about that last week because I was calling Paige, Pagey Mac. Mm-hmm. And now you're calling Chloe, Chloe Bird. Yeah. It, it, people will still come to this day, call her Chloe Bird. And she like looks at me and she's always like, I can't believe you called me that on TV. <laughs> and I still call her Chloe Bird, but I think because yeah. it's like a family thing and strangers will call her that. Yeah. yeah. Also, everyone who meets Chloe always wants to like nestle her into them, like to protect her. And yeah. yeah, it's real weird. They always like want to hug her and like put her in their boob. And she's always like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to be nestled into your bosom, you know, like uh-huh. I'm fine. It's funny when you meet people that are like, think that they still, you're the little kid from the show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's sweet, but it's also like odd sometimes. It, it's weird because they, they feel like they know us. Yeah. And which is We're fine, like, but we don't know them back. Exactly. Exactly. So it feels weird on our end because y- you almost feel bad because these are people who are really invested in you. And like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to respond to you appropriately because I don't know you back. It's, exactly. It's a, it's a weird thing for sure. Yeah. All right. So now Justice does shipwreck, which I am pretty sure was his real solo. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't think that it was his real music. It didn't seem to go to the music. No, I don't think it was his real music either. Yeah. I feel like that dance was his like, re- quote unquote, real dance that he did. But Abby is in the audience, like grimacing the whole time. And I'm going to tell you what they showed of his dance was very good. I thought it was very good. But then she says later, you know, um, she's like, ladies and gentlemen, She's like, he did a leg hold catch, whatever, on his left side. On this, and she like lists all this stuff. She goes, ladies and gentlemen, that is not choreography. That is called stretching. And I'm like, well, a lot of your dances have repeat shit in them. Yeah. I, I see what she meant, though. It was a lot of, like, he's not like a turner. Correct. He's more of a, like, the legs, the jumps. and I have good tricks. Yeah. yeah. He, you know, I think that's what she was meaning by that. Yeah, but I was just like, you know, I I always think she goes a little low, like. Yeah. So now in the dressing room, Chloe walks in. We all congratulate her. The girls are so cute. They run up, they give her a hug. And I say, I couldn't wait to hug Chloe. She's been under so much pressure this week. And she nailed her solo. And I tell her it was really good. And Abby walks in and she's like, very nice (laughs) to Chloe. And I'm like, (laughs) and then. Don't go overboard. Nope, don't go overboard. Uh, in her interview, she says, Chloe did great. I think she might actually have a shot at beating the bad apple. But if Melissa had agreed to let Maddie do a solo too, I would have had two chances to beat Justice. <laughs> and then Abby, right after she says to Chloe, very nice, she turns to Maddie and says, do you understand now why I wanted you to do a solo? <laughs> like, I needed you to psych Justice out. And Melissa's like, you know, it's my fault. It's my fault. And Abby's like, it's unprofessional. And then again, in her interview, she's, Melissa says, if I let Maddie do a solo, the moms would have freaked out on her, which would have upset Maddie. And she's so tired of Maddie being, Maddie being upset. This is so throwing us under the bus. Yeah. And we didn't even say anything. I actually said upstairs when Melissa came up and she was saying to Jill and stuff like that, Abby wants Maddie to do a solo. I'm not letting her. I actually spoke up and said, why aren't you having Maddie do a solo? Yeah. 
Yeah. So like, why is it that I would be so pissed off? I was like asking you seriously, like, why aren't you letting her? She does one every other week. Like why, like, why aren't you having her do it? And why are you pissed? Your kids weren't competing against her. If anybody would have been pissed, it would have been me. Yeah. Not the moms. But I think because of the fight that week, she was like tiptoeing. I'm telling you, the fight put her on edge. Uh, um, so now we see the girls getting ready for the group and Abby reminds us that the dance is about conformity before they start running the routine. And in her interview, she's like, I'm really worried about the part of the dance where Brooke puts a bonnet on Maddie's head to symbolize her transformation. Hopefully they can pull this off. So I have, well, it's once they, when they do the dance, but, um, Brooke is like more nervous about putting that bonnet on. It's like, she's like scared to death that she's not going to get it on in time. She's more concerned about that than she is about doing the dance. Of course. Why would yeah. you? I mean, at this point, they're terrified of any sort of wardrobe or prop malfunction. Are you kidding? Yeah. yeah. So they do the dance. Um, Abby's in the audience when Brooke is putting it on, going, get it on, get it on, get it on. Come on, get it on. <laughs> yeah. And um, afterwards, Melissa's all smiles and says the dance was awesome. What do you think about the how, dance? How, I, how about Chloe did it back handspring? I know. Chloe on spring. She's just not very good at that. But she never does gymnastics uh-huh. in the dances. I know. I was like impressed. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, does, she does back handsprings coming up in a... There's something they do coming up where they're... They're like pink... Like harem girls, kind of. I feel like I don't remember. Yeah. Well, anyway, but yeah, um, I thought the dance was good. I mean, my favorite. Yeah, that's kind of what I mean. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, good. it was not my favorite. I don't think there was a part when the dance started and the four girls before Maddie comes out and like I hate hate when it's a solo and everybody else is dancing around. Like I love when they dance in unison, like when they're all turning together or, Mm -hmm. you know, I just think it's so much more impressive than one person doing their own thing. Wait, literally. I just looked at my phone. Melissa just sent a message to the group chat. I don't know what it says. It's gotta be scandalous. Yeah. Hi ladies. What is Holy shit. It's like a book. BP or Melissa's BFF. What? Oh, BP. That's her gay boyfriend that takes pictures with every day. What? Oh, my God. Who is this? Oh, BP. Oh, my God. They literally sent an agreement. I got to, I got to, we have to talk about this off camera. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. I, I don't think Kim Chesler would let me on there. <laughs> yeah, she would. You made her money, you dumbass. <laughs> All right. We'll talk about this after. Uh, but um, now Candy Apples is up <clears throat> and they're doing my hair like this. Which is, I think my hair looks fierce, honestly. Yeah. And the kids take the stage and Tappy starts shouting, where's the chair from the audience? And tells the competition to stop the music as it begins to play. And Abby's all like, who does that? 
And the announcer tells the girls to come off stage. And she's like, I cannot believe Kathy's dancers didn't realize the prop wasn't on stage. Kathy, are you raising employable future dancers? Um, but did you see it was Michael Pizza putting the chair back on? I didn't. I missed it because I was probably writing my notes. But here's what I'm going to say. Kathy probably was saying like, where's their chair? Stop. Because there are 14 producers standing there. They're supposed to have them on there. Yes. And so she thinged to them, where's the chair? Stop. She's probably talking to whoever her producer was that week, which might've been James. Exactly. Like, where's the chair? But then it turns into like, Kathy's yelling at the competition from the, you know, the, the yeah, audience no. and it makes her look stupid. And I'm going to tell you, the producers are in charge of shit like that. Yeah, we have to be in the audience being filmed. Correct. So we can't be up there making sure that the prop gets on the stage. No, absolutely not. And so it's kind of like, I hate this kind of stuff because it's like, well, there, everybody wants behind the scenes stuff there. I'm telling you behind the scenes right now. Kathy is talking to a producer. I have no doubt in my mind. Zero doubt. Yeah. Um. So they they do the dance. I, I like their dance. I thought their dance was entertaining. Um, and, uh, Kathy says in her interview, I'm feeling pretty good. We were out there after the wow factor. And certainly that's what we put out. So it's time for awards and the junior solo awards are first. And there's this big to do because there's only a 10th of a point separating first and second place. And they call Chloe and justice up to stage, um, to get their placements. And he's like, with a score of 296.9 out of 300. Second place goes, leave the light on, Chloe. Or actually, it was a woman. It wasn't a girl or a man. And in my interview, I'm like, my heart sank. I wanted nothing more to shove it in Abby's face and call her out on her lack of confidence in Chloe. I did. However, I'm going to get my revenge in the finale of this season. So I'm good. good. Christy, in this episode, didn't know. You hang in there, Christy. You're going to get your moment. Don't you worry. Okay. And then in first place is Justice, 297 out of 300, shipwrecked. And then Abby says, sometimes the judges want to keep boys interested in dance. So what better way than to let them win? Okay, now let's remember that. Okay? Okay. So then we do the group awards. And in third place (coughs) is Candy Apples, My Hair Like This. They got a 291.5. Kathy's face. She was so disappointed. Oh, yeah, I know. And then we got a 295 out of 300, which I just want to point out that Chloe Solo scored higher than the group. Um, so <laughs> take that, Ab. Um, I, I can't believe they all sat on that stage that whole time with those, with those bonnets, bonnets on. <laughs> I, know. I can't believe they had those on. I still have, the, I mean, I have a lot of the costumes, but I actually saw that costume not long ago and I literally rolled my eyes at the bonnet. I was like, yeah. oh, that bonnet's so ugly. I do want to say this though. If if you look during all of the competitions, I'm always taking notes in the audience because I would keep the uh like the program books. So when they would adjudicate the awards, you don't really see that on the show. They would be like gold, high gold, silver, platinum, diamond, whatever. And they would always give the scores. I always knew who won before they would announce it because I could see who had a higher score. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, people don't know that. So when we're yeah. always like, oh, we lost. Like, I knew that we had already won. I knew that Justice had beat Chloe, you know, like, before they announced it because they gave out the scores. Okay. So I wanted to point that out. Okay. And I still have a lot of those books. Yeah. Serial killer handwriting. 
So we're back in the dressing room and Abby's like, my goal was a clean sweep and now I didn't get it. And she walks in and she's like, congratulations. We beat them again. And she's like, Chloe, what are we going to do about you? Like a 10th of a point. Uh-huh. What are we going to do for you? And, and this is where I point out. And I was like, I said, you know, Chloe was amazing. She danced fabulous. And I said, Abby, you even admit that boys get bonus points sometime. And she's just like, totally disregards that. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think they gave him a 10th of a point for being a boy. Okay. Yeah. And I said, why didn't you come in here and tell her she did a great job? And she said, she did do a great job. Wasn't good enough. Like she's such a bitch. Like that's so hurtful to hear. Yeah. And then she turns to Maddie and she's like, and you know what? She's like, I needed you to do a solo to intimidate justice. And you know what, Melissa, this is my business. You have a man at home that pays all your bills. I <laughs> I have to pay my bills. And then she says, I have your duet costumes. And I'm telling you right now, the two boys are going to beat you. Well, then. Well, isn't she just giving a positive reinforcement as she throws them out there? Exactly. Exactly. So now Holly in her interview is like, I don't know what it is about Kathy that gets under Abby's skin, but Abby's taking this competition to a whole new level and she needs to calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. All right, so the duets are walking to stage, and Abby. I think, I think Kat, um, their costumes cute. The I duet costume, really cute. yeah, I like that. It's really cute. I actually wondered if that was like from. I mean, they were obviously custom made, but I was like, I wonder if those were from like another dance at the studio that they borrowed them, or if they made them for this. I don't know. I mean, I they were know, custom. They're cute. Yeah, yeah they, were cute. they were really cute. Um, I do believe. There was, because we flew here, right? And they were like, oh, no, no, no. It was later when we do Jet Set that Kath, or that Abby tells Mackenzie coffee to ask somebody coffee, tea, or me. And I'm like, okay, that's inappropriate for that. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, she just doesn't She's get crazy. it. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in her interview, she's like, right now we're one for one with those apple cores. It's all coming down to this duet, Mackenzie and Kendall against two boys. Now, come on. You know, the two boys are going to win right there. You know, the boys are going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> she said it. Yeah. So the boys dance and they perform and Abby's like, I'm not as impressed with Justin, whoever justice and whoever this new little boy is that Kathy solicited from somewhere. I thought their dance was good. I did too. I don't yeah. think they were as together as. The girls? Yeah. But. And then the girls perform, and Abby is just, like, beaming in the audience watching them. Beaming, which I was shocked. And in her interview, Kendall's like, it was weird competing against Justice because he's my former teammate. And I thought, wasn't it weird when you would compete against us? Because we were yeah. your teammates, and you were still taking class at the ALTC. <laughs> yeah. She was only there a couple of weeks, wasn't she? What? Kendall, at. Candy apples. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's award time. And second place with the 293 is the boys. And first place is the girls with the 294. And Abby's like, two out of three. I didn't get my clean sweep, but we can blame Chloe for that. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Again, I'd like to point out that uh, the 294, the 295, and Chloe had a 296.9, I think. I'd like to point out that Chloe had the highest score of the ALDC that day. Thank you, Abby. Mm -hmm. I will be accepting your apologies anytime. (laughs) 
So now we're in the candy apples dressing room and we walk in. Do you remember when they would be like, we need you to go in the dressing room and be like, Uh, yeah, we don't want to go. So Abby tells us she wanted to rub it in Kathy's face. They beat her fair and square. And then when Abby walks in, she tells Kathy she needs to man her boys up. And Mitchell's like, I thought they were pretty manly. And then Kathy's like, oh, please tell us what's masculine. And she's very confused by this. And then she's like, we don't have any boys. And then Kathy's like, well, you don't do very good choreography that's fresh and new. And I'm like, this is a very disjointed conversation. I don't know if they yeah. edited something out that I'm yeah. missing, but it felt weird. I and do I, think though Abby's boys were manly. Their yeah, but we their choreography was any, manly. Yeah, oh yeah. for sure. But we don't have any boys on the competition team, so maybe Kathy's just talking about them in general. I that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, just like the boys at her studio. Yeah, know. and they were very manly for sure. And, and we had Nick and. Uh, Brandon on there. Yeah, that's true. So maybe she was talking about them, but. And Abby's like, fresh and new, straight legs and stretched feet will never go out of style. And then Kathy's like, well, then you better look at some of those people with sickled feet. And um, and then Abby loses her mind and she's like, because sickled feet is like the ultimate dig on a dance mom, <laughs> a dance teacher, I suppose. Yes. And she's like, let's put the two eight year olds up against each other, Vivian McKenzie, next week. And then she's like, because my little eight-year-old has improved week after week after week. And Kathy says, because she doesn't go to school, but Vivi does. And <laughs> that Melissa, pissed Melissa off. Oh, yeah. She's like, she goes to school, but they were being homeschooled at the time. So they could be at the dance studio anytime yeah. they needed to be. Yeah. It wasn't like they were sitting in a classroom for eight hours, which we all know a lot of that time in school can be like, it's, there's a lot of time in school that isn't being used efficiently. Exactly. So you can learn quicker if you're being homeschooled and then go dance. Yeah. And so it was funny when Kathy said, my daughter's in school <laughs> because that did piss Melissa off. But that was also an argument we had all the time because Abby would be like, why aren't they in class? And we're like, because they go to school. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't, but she didn't care. Right. They should, it, school didn't matter. No, no. And, um, so they start fighting uh, cause Melissa's defending, obviously my kids go to school and then Kathy's like, Hey, listen, it's you who called Vivi a human prop. So don't tell me to shut up. I think you need to take your little technicolor ass and get out of here. <laughs> That's a pretty good line. Yeah. And, uh, Abby ends with saying, Kathy has two guest choreographers, a ringer and older girls dancing in her group, but it's still not enough to beat the Abby Lee dance company. So drink, 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 drink. drink, drink. I'm like full of tea, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're going to have to pee. I know. All right. How many drinks did you need to get through this episode? I don't think I needed any. I needed like four. The fight. No, I didn't really need four. I'd say two to three. The fight with Melissa upstairs was pretty intense. I don't think I did anything in this episode, did I? No, you were a good girl. I was a good girl. I had my pointy finger out. That fucking pointy finger was out and rageful. Yeah. That thing, you don't ever want to see that. All right. Um, don't put it in my face. That pisses me off. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> Get your finger out of my face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, best outfit of the week. Who had the best outfit? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't 
this whole dress that you're wearing. I'm going to just say that because I can't remember anything else. I think that's cute. Okay. We'll go with that. Okay. Uh, misdemeanors and felonies. I don't think I did anything this week. I, I think I had a felony. My fight was a felony. Melissa had the felony. She used the see you next Tuesday word. She did. Yeah. That's we haven't used that was before. definitely a felony. Well, but that leads me right into my favorite quote of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a new word. We haven't used that one yet. <laughs> I have that one marked too. And I <laughs> also have, I have when you said, um, who had an affair with her boss? Who's living with a man who's still married? <laughs> ah, some of the shit we say. We had balls. Balls, man. Balls. I cannot believe the shit I would literally say on television. Like the yeah. whore, you're a virgin. No one will fuck you. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then I liked when Abby said, you have a man at home that pays all your bills. I don't. I have to pay my bills. Although I think at times Melissa helped out there, huh? Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, favorite dance of the week. There's not much. To God, yeah. I mean, I'll go with Chloe solo because I liked her turns. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Or I like I like the duet too. It was yeah, cute. The duet, I forgot about the duet. That was cute too. All right. Yeah. Either one. All right. I think that's about it. So we're gonna head over to the after party. If you care to join us there, you can go to patreon.com slash back to the bar and come over and hang out with your two faves for another half an hour. Sorry, I was like coughing to death. No, you're fine. You're fine. All right. We'll see you back um here next week. And I think that's about it. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just wanna dance, dance, dance. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 